thank you for listening to the official podcast of White Oak Pentecostal Holiness Church, where we cultivate true worshipers in Wilson, North Carolina. For more information on White Oak, visit whiteoakphc.com. Let the church say amen. Let's do our confession before we sit today. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. I'm going to say it, and you'll just repeat after me. Amen. The Christ of God has proclaimed that I am an overcomer of the world, the flesh, the devil, and death. By the grace of God, I agree, and I walk daily in the overcoming power of Christ. By God's grace, I hear a cry from heaven proclaiming that I have come to this conclusion that the answer is not exclusion. The answer is inclusion. It's not evolution. It's revolution. The Christ of God has taken up his watchfulness in me this day. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. We got to watch as well as pray. Amen. You may take your seats at this time. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. I'm going to be giving you praise God. I'll be trying sometime to, you know, make it a little longer. And then sometimes I'm, I'm just in a place where I'm saying, well, Lord, okay. I'll just give them what you gave me. But one thing I wanted you to, and I did not give this to Brandon, but it is in the Sunday school lesson. Because it was such a powerful word. So if you have not picked up your, your book for this quarter, it is March, April, and May 2019. And the lesson, amen, this, it was a rich word and and if I am a believer, amen, it's a word that I want to have in my arsenal, okay? comes from the book of Thessalonians, and it's chapter 1, verse 4. And I just wanted to highlight a few things there because I think they're worth your hearing. Paul, amen, was concerned about this church, amen, because there were false teachers. Mm-hmm. And I want you to know that we still have imitators. We're supposed to be imitators of Christ. We're supposed to be walking Christ-like. We're supposed to be saying and doing the things he said, guided by his Holy Spirit. Right? But you have those who teach something in addition. Come on, somebody. They're teaching in addition to what the Word of God said. Or we're leaving out parts. Amen. And a lot of it is because we fail to study. Paul told Timothy to study, to show yourself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not what be ashamed, but rightly dividing what? The word of truth. Amen. And it's not just to those preachers. It's all of us who are called to serve. So if I'm singing, I'm supposed to be preparing myself. Come on, somebody. Amen. If I'm a deacon, if I'm a mother, whatever office, whatever he has saved me, if I'm just an usher, I'm just a member of the body of Christ, I've been called to this word. Amen. Amen. And I've got to make sure that I'm in a place to defend and help the world understand the reason for my hope. Amen. Does that make sense? Because men want to know why you believe. They are folks who don't even believe there is a God. They don't. I've heard it come out of mouths of children. What do you mean by Jesus? They don't know. 
But this church in this day, amen, this was part of the first century church. This particular church had false teachers in that day. And they were teaching, amen, that if you died before Christ came back, because he's coming back. Folks don't believe it, but he is coming back. If you died before he returned, then you would miss out. And Paul wanted to make sure that this particular house, these believers who believed that Jesus was the son of God, he wanted them to understand you have not missed out. As a matter of fact, you have gone ahead of us who are still here. Amen. And, and it begins to take the fear out of death because Satan wants you to fear. But, but we just said that we're overcomers. Isn't that what we just said? We're overcomers because he has overcome. Amen. Amen. To God be the glory. So a little bit about Thessalonians 1, 4. And I believe that we started with verse 13 in this lesson. Amen. Uh, First Thessalonians, I didn't give this one to you. I'm sorry, Brandon. Amen. But it begins by saying, but I would not have you ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep, that you sorrow not, even as others which have no hope. What is the reason for your hope? Do you have hope today? Because you can look at what's going on in this world. And say, like the others, they can't be a God. They don't believe that a God would not allow all of this stuff right here. They will say stuff like that. But you've got to be able to allow people, you've got to be able to show them, more so through your living, the reason for your hope. Paul was concerned. He wanted to let these folks know, amen, for them to understand that when Satan gave, convinced Eve to partake of that fruit. In other words, when Satan convinced Eve to disobey God, that's what happened. There was a separation, and it was a spiritual separation, amen. And death came in that way. Through disobedience, sin separates us from God. Now you, 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 can, you have folks who are out here playing. They're showing you a good time. I would hate it if our musicians and our singers are up here, ooh, just singing and carrying on and then going out there living like the devil. Come on, somebody. He says, I'd rather you be what? Hot or cold. He don't want, I don't want no lukewarm. Who, 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 who are coffee drinkers in here? Don't give me lukewarm coffee. Some folks like cold coffee. That's something that's come up in this last, you know, couple of years. Drinking cold coffee. Coffee's supposed to be hot. <laughs> it's a morning drink. Mine's get cold. I'm going to put it somewhere so it can heat it up. Amen. Hallelujah. But it's something new today. But we've got to understand what Paul was telling this church. We're not supposed to be like the world. Come on, somebody. We're not supposed to be walking around here, praise God, acting like he ain't coming back. Come on. We ain't supposed to be behaving. Yeah, I got a cell phone. Uh huh. Yes, I'm driving a car. Yes, God has blessed me, but I'm wide awake even at night. He was talking about the folks, praise God, that, that, that love the night. You know, because at the night, praise God, nobody can see me. That's when Nicodemus went to see the Lord, didn't he? Nicodemus kind of slipped away at night, didn't he? Amen. So no one could see who he was. Amen. And there are some who are still sleeping away. Amen. But God wants us to be real. Real people, amen, living as though we know he coming back. And every promise of God is going to come to pass. He says the Lord is not slack concerning his promises. As some men are, you know, called slothfulness. God is not like that. If there's a delay, amen, there's a reason for the delay. 
amen, as far as to get our house in order, amen, because he's coming back as he promised. And as our bishop used to say, if he just comes for me, if he comes knocking on my door and he tells me, Sherry, it's time, praise God, he has come for me. But the Bible says one day, amen, he's going to come back on a cloud and there's going to be a shout. Come on, somebody. The archangels is going to shout and there's going to be a trump of the Lord. And he says, those, praise God, you got to realize what happens. So when we die, there is a separation of the spirit, amen, and the physical. The physical goes back to the dust. That is not going, praise God. Nothing that's earthy is going to be with the Lord, amen. But that spirit of ours goes immediately in the presence of the Lord, amen. So he says that when he comes... On that cloud, those, amen, amen, that are in his presence, he's going to bring with them. But that body that's in the grave, come on, somebody. It can be in the grave. You could have burned it up. I don't know what happened to it. But he says, praise God, every cell, every particle is going to come back together. Amen. And it's going to be a glorified body. Amen. And it's going to be a reunion of the spirit. And the body, those bodies will be glorified. And we're going to go and be in his presence. Hallelujah. You've got to read this. You've got to read it. That you will gain hope. Amen. And you can share that hope with others who are going through. Because they don't understand. Folks think when you die. You did. <laughs> That's the end. But after death, he says, is judgment. Hallelujah. And I don't know about you. You can go right here talking about, well, I don't know. I'm going to tell you I know because there's a record here for us. Amen. And we've got to, amen. I either I'm going to receive it. Amen. And I'm not discouraged. There are times you can get discouraging. But he's already told us that there's going to be a traveler every now and then on this straight and narrow road. Hallelujah. We're going to have to answer for ourselves. Amen. And I love it. Amen. And I praise God for it. So I implore you, amen, to read that fourth chapter of Thessalonians. Amen. Why? That you will gain strength and hope. Amen. These are the words that are there. Stuff I don't understand. He says, hey, he says, just ask me. He says, ask me and I'll give you that understanding. Amen. Go with me now to James 1. Yo, the boy can amen. You struck something last week. We got folks coming to church. You know, we got a whole lot of churchy folks. <laughs> Amen. Pastor, Pastor um, Spells was talking about being, you know, in the, she was talking about all these different sanctuaries. <laughs> all these different, and you, you know, some of them are just, ooh, we, we can go here and we can go there. And, you know, I don't know why folks don't like the front of the church. <laughs> just like in the classroom. Kids come into the room, amen, and instead of they coming up to the front, is that the way it was when you were teaching Cookie? Before you put a seating chart out there, amen, they find that back corner of the room and, amen, thought that was where they were going to sit. Amen, hallelujah, you'd have to get them up to the front. Amen, why? Because when I'm at the front, I'm less distracted. Come on now. I get back there, I can be in anything. Come on, somebody. Amen. I can, they can hand me a note, Tyler. Amen. They can mouth to me, aren't they? You know what they be doing, right? The teacher has to look past a whole lot of heads before they see mine. Amen. Amen. But that one who needed it the most, I'd pull them real close. <laughs> and that's what the Lord is trying to do today. Pull us closer to him. Amen. To God be the glory. So we're going to the book of James. Amen. 
to God be the glory. Elder Borkin, amen, kind of broke this soil up a little bit. I loved it last week. It encouraged my heart. Amen. He came from the book of Mark, and he was talking about, amen, those souls. Amen. Everybody's getting a word today. I'm giving you what the Bible says. These are not made-up words. These are not my words. Amen. And I was telling them earlier, praise God, whatever draws you in, if you're drawn in by music, if you just think it's about RJ and him playing, if I just think it's about Kijana, amen, or Dwayne, or, or I just love to hear Jessica sing. If that's what's drawn you here, that's what's got to keep you. Amen. But he wants us to be drawn to him. Come on, somebody. Because if he moves high, if he decides to go somewhere else, if RJ gets grown and goes out there and play, amen, you won't stop coming to him. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's why your former pastor used to say, to God be the glory. He didn't want you worshiping him. Amen. You got to give God what belongs to him. Amen. To God be the glory. Amen. The book of James. James was the half-brother of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. So Mary and Joseph, amen, amen, uh, had other children. Amen. Yeah, Jesus had some siblings. Amen. Mary was his earthly mother, but his father, amen, amen, had the DNA of our Lord and Savior. Amen. Amen. It was the miraculous birth. Hallelujah. But James was his half-brother. And can you imagine what it was like growing up with a little brother who didn't do nothing wrong? Some of us got little, little, little siblings like that, and I tell everything. Mm-hmm. There's some of them in after school. The thing about it, they'll tell what somebody else done, but they won't tell what they done. There's some of them. But James was the brother, the half-brother of Jesus. And in the beginning, he didn't necessarily believe who he was. But in the plan of God, he became a believer. And his position in the church was one where they listened, they, they, they believed what he was saying. He was like a pillar of the church of that day. He speaks in chapter 1 about hearing and doing. Mm-hmm. Hearing and what? Because faith without what? Works is what? Is dead. And if I'm working... And I don't have the what? Faith, that's dead also. Amen? <laughs> now, we can be doing a whole lot of things. But as that old Chinese man who was, who was in captivity and he began to talk about what's going on here in America, he says, oh, they're doing a lot of things. But God ain't in it. And that made me stand still. When people think it's about the show and, 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 and the, you know, what you're going to put on and, and they've lost their focus, God ain't in it. There ain't no power there. There's no authority there. But we have to keep the most important things in front. Amen? And that is that word of God. James chapter 1, verse 19. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Ain't that good right there? He gave us two what? Ears. Two eyes. One nose. Come on now. Two nostrils in that one nose. You, you know, it's amazing how he's balanced out our human features. 
But all through the word of God, he constantly says, even in Revelation, he says, if you hear this word and you, you become a doer of this word, he says, you're going to be blessed. Now, this is going to be a slow rain now because it's about the word. So James says, wherefore, my brethren, it let every man, every man, whether you save or not, come on. Folks out there fighting, carrying on, and doing all this mischief where, you know, every man be what? Swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. Amen. Verse 20 says, for the wrath of man worketh not the what? Righteousness of God. When anger comes in, God's righteousness leaves. Amen. He told us to be angry, but don't what? Sin not. Amen. So there's a fine line that you can cross over. And even though you may think, amen, you are not in the wrong. This is where my husband used to get me. And when he told me, he said, you can still, you can be right and still wrong. I'm going, what you talking about? I know I'm right. I can be right and see how how is that possible? Because I'm thinking about my righteousness. Hey God. And the only way I'm able to stand is in his righteousness. Amen. You know what he says about our righteousness? It is as filthy what? <laughs> oh dirty dish a fil- not, not just any rag, but a what? A filthy rag. Are you getting this? So the moment you think it's about what, where you stand, and I'm right in this. Amen. You have stepped out of the righteousness of Christ. And when you do that any, you leave yourself open to the enemy. Amen. To God be the glory. We get in places that God never intended for us to get into. Help me, Holy Ghost. And when we get there, and when our eyes come open, amen, you may as well say, Lord, I am sorry, forgive me, and help me to get out of this mess. Amen. And then ask them, Lord, help me not to be in the situation again. Amen. Come on now. Amen. Now, your, your Bible's reading like mine's, right? For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. And then verse 21 says, Wherefore, lay apart all filthiness. Now you would have thought James wrote this today. But James was part of the thousands of years, the first century church. But these principles are still relevant today. Lay aside, lay apart all filthiness and superfluity of naughtiness and receive with meekness the engrafted word which is able to save your what? That is good to me. That's good to me. Someone pulled, do you have the... um, Amplified version of this. Let me, let me back up a little bit because I, I need for you to hear what this is saying. Amen. To God be the glory. You with me? Don't leave me now. Amen. Amen. So let me read 29, 20 down through 21 in the Amplified version. I like this version. Because it is closer to the Hebrew interpretation of scripture. Amen. And the closer you get back to the original intent of the gospel. Amen. The better the Holy Spirit is able to work. And it reads. Understand this my beloved brethren. Let every man be quick to hear. A ready listener. Slow to speak. Slow to take offense. And to get angry. Amen. 
For man's anger does not promote the righteousness of God, his wishes and requires. 21 says, so get rid of uncleanness and the rampant outgrowth of wickedness. And in a humble, gentle, modest spirit, receive and welcome the word which implanted and rooted in your hearts contains the power to save your soul. Ain't that all right? Amen. To God be the glory. That's good to me. Verse 22. But be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Amen. Minister Borkin, amen, talked about, amen, the word, amen, falling on good soil. Now, the children and I, praise God, went out on yesterday, on Friday, amen, and we went over there and we began to turn over the soil again. Had some strawberry plants, amen. And what was so interesting, praise God, is as we turned over that soil, amen, in that box, amen, even though the wind was blowing, praise God, that soil down in that box was mighty warm, amen. So we didn't set the roots of the of the, we didn't just go out there and set the plants on top of the dirt. Come on, help me, Holy Ghost. Mm-hmm. We didn't go out there and set them on top of the dirt. But Jay, Gabby, Dan, Andrew, Tyler, praise God, amen. We went out there and took each one of those plants because we wanted them to have a, a, a chance to live. And as the children, amen, got ready to place it in the soil, I I began to dig the hole. Amen. Hallelujah. Break up the ground down in there. Amen. And Jay, amen, went over there and got the the strawberry plant. Amen. And he took it. And at the bottom of it, where the roots were all tight, amen, he began to break them apart. Amen. Amen. And then they placed it down in the dirt. Amen. And began to push the soil up around it. Amen. And then after we did that, every one of them, amen, here comes Andrew and here come Tyler, amen, watering, amen, each one of those plants, amen, not leaving out of one of them because we wanted all of them to have an equal chance, just like all of you hitting here today, amen, we're sitting up in the house of God, amen, the word of God is going forth. Amen. That soil is your heart. Amen. Is it pliable today? Have you opened it up? Hallelujah. So the word of God can get down in there. Come on and do your soul some good. You don't know what is going to happen. You don't know what's going to come up. Amen. Because the enemy comes quickly. Whether or not the Lord will take us home, I don't know. Amen. But the word of God has to get down in there. And as those children took those plants and broke them apart and placed them down in the dirt and then began to pull that dirt around it and then came back and watered it. Hallelujah. You know what I told Tyler? Amen. I was going to the funeral. I said, Tyler, I said, I heard there's going to be a freeze, that the temperature is going to get below 32 on last morning, this morning. I said, I need for you to go in the barn. And find a covering. Yeah, God. <laughs> find a covering. Because some of the plants are still tender. Amen. Hallelujah. And Tyler, amen, when they went to the house the next day. Amen. He went in the building out there. Amen. And found an old burlap. Is that what we call it? An old sheet. Amen. Forgot to take it. Amen. So they came back last evening. Amen. And got that sheet. Amen. And came down here and covered those tender plants. Hallelujah. God is covering us. Glory be to God. Each and every day. Amen. Hallelujah. When things get hard sometimes. When you're going through, you're covered by the blood of the Lamb. You don't have to worry. Amen. About how you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Because you're, you're rooted in the word of God. Hallelujah. 
and I'm looking for those plants to grow. Amen. I told the children, I said, now read what it says. They said it needs water every day. I said, you know what that means? Amen. We need the word of God every day. Hallelujah. There has to be a watering. Amen. Of those plants. And I thought about praise God. I said, now, now what I'm looking for is me not telling you to go water them. <laughs> me not telling you to go read God's word. Amen. But you read it because he first loved you. My God, my God. Amen. 22 says, be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Deceiving your what? Who you fooling today? God says, I'm not mocked. He says, whatsoever man what soweth, that shall he what? Reap. Amen. So if you show in love every time you turn around, somebody coming to you and won't borrow money. <laughs> but many where you at? <laughs> And you thinking, didn't I give you money the last time? You ain't gave me back what I gave you. <laughs> what are you sowing? Your bishop, praise God, folks I didn't even know would come to the door. I didn't even know the folks. He could be missing something and come there to the house. If it was on, on my toilet, he just go get it. He would just go get it. But you know what? The house is blessed. It is blessed. My daughter came up the other day. She said, why are there so many birds in your yard? You know, and I sit out there, praise God, in my, in my kitchen, and I'm looking at the trees, and, and I'm seeing all of these, all of God's creations as they come and they perch, you know, and redbirds and bluebirds and hummingbirds and robins and, 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 and quails and all of these, you know, they, they come, amen. Amen, and then you'll see a stray cat coming, praise God, hallelujah, just like the devil, <laughs> But I know he spoke blessings because there's no lack. You are not going to give out of what God has blessed you with. Especially when you've chose to bless God with it. How can you be God's giving? We can't do it, can we? So he wants us to be doers. God's people aren't stingy people, are they, Pete? God's people aren't stingy people, are they? They're going to bless somebody else. Come on, somebody. Amen. Angel, they're not stingy people, are they? They want somebody else to be blessed, don't they? Come on now. Amen. You can't beat God's blessings. Don't worry about if they ain't pay you back. Amen. Don't worry about it. That means God, he says, I'll give it to you what? And what? Running over. That's the way he blesses. Come on now. What? Press down. What? Pick it up and what? And what? Running over. Press down. Shaking together. And what? Running over. Shall men give? That means somebody's going to bless you. <laughs> oh, my God. Hallelujah. And you know what? I know you're looking a big one, praise God. But I want you to know, praise God, my daughter and I were walking through loaves. I'm in there looking something for the church. We walking through loaves. Amen. She says, I want to bless you. <laughs> she said, I want to buy you a flower. I'm thinking, I'm out here, I said, I'm out here buying something. It don't matter. I want to do it for you. So I tried to wait around, amen, for her to come back by. 
and I told Jessica, I said, I've been here too long. We need to get on back to the church. We have stuff going on. Amen. I went to the register. I want you to know that woman found me. She says, I told you I was going to bless you. <laughs> she took the money out of her pocket. She said, here, take this. Press down. Shaking together. And what running over is the way the Lord blesses. I know you look at that one $10 you borrowed. <laughs> Somebody borrowed from you. You look at that one piece given back. But the way the Lord blesses. Amen. He's about multiplying. And a spiritual multiplication. Amen. That has a real reality. Amen. So when you give it to him. Amen. Thank God that you were able to do it. Amen. Because if you don't receive it, I promise you, your seed will. Amen. Amen. That's why we're working ain't advancing. Amen. Hallelujah. To God be the glory. Let's, let's move on. Verse 22 says, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if we be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. But he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forget what manner of man he was. Michael Jackson sung the song about the man in the mirror. Amen. We can't just be going through the motion. Come on now. We see ourselves. We see the reflection. Amen. Amen. And, and, and we don't remember. We, we can't recall what God's word says. What he's speaking to us. But the word today is to be a hearer. Not only a hearer. But a what? Doer of the word. Amen. You just do what the word tells you to do. Amen. Be faithful in that. Amen. Don't just work and have no faith. Amen. Because remember, work without faith with what is dead. And so is faith if you're working and don't have any what works to follow you. You can be a believer, praise God. It ain't nothing. Amen. Saying that you believe. Because ain't no work there. But in this Christian walk. You got to be a doer. Amen. And your prayer life. What did he tell us to pray? He says, go in your what? Secret what? That means you should have been praying, well, you know, not before you got here, but all last week. <laughs> Amen. Because I'm taking his promises serious. Amen. And if you don't think you need, need help, I mean, look on your children. <laughs> Just because you done got a little old. You think you don't need help? Look on your children. Job said, I pray because I thought they may have sinned in their heart. In their heart. Amen. So prayers work. Verse 25. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty, which was made through Christ's shed blood, and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer. You hear that? What, what, what does it say? He being not a forgetful. Oh, I forgot. Come on now. Am I the only one raising my hand? Oh, I forgot. I'm a forgetful hearer. <laughs> he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work. This man shall be what? Bless this man shall be what this man this woman this man this boy this girl this child shall it's a shall statement shall be what bless in what indeed this is the word of god amen and what has made the law perfect is christ amen 
We're not talking about the Mosaic law that you couldn't keep and I couldn't keep, praise God. Christ is the only one who could have kept that law. And because he has kept that law, he has perfected it. And when we look in it, when it becomes, praise God, my, my, it becomes my doorpost. Amen. I've got tunnel vision in a sense. And I'm looking in that word. And I'm trusting it. And I'm walking by it every day. Amen. I am trying, praise God, through the cares of this world to please him. Mm, 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 mm. You young folks got a whole lot to go through. Come on, somebody. Amen. I ain't got over that hump. Hallelujah. Mama, you over that hump. You, you, over, you know, come on, somebody. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You got something today. But because there's so much that is trying to get you to, be, to become a pleaser of. Help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. But when we have him first, I don't care if you're married. Minister Borkin, he asked the question in Bible study one night. And we talked about the order. So what is the order if I'm married? Where does Christ fall in that? He's first. If I'm single, he's first. If I'm a teenager, he's first. He is first. And then that spouse is next. Come on, somebody. God is first, then your spouse. I did not say your girlfriend. I did not say your boyfriend. I said that one God has allowed you to wed. Because he said marriage is what? Honorable. That spouse. Then the family is next. So the family does not, what's going on, look, you're going to be a church, be one at home. Can I do a little teaching? Now you can't come down here and be churchy and then your stuff at home all tore up. Come on, somebody. Amen. But charity starts where? At home. What is charity? Love. So if I'm going to be loving on somebody, RJ, come on, somebody. I better be reciprocate, you know, that, that love between parent and child, between sibling, loving my brother, taking up. You'd be surprised to know the number of children fight, fight their siblings. Talk about the sibling. Girl come in after school all upset. What's wrong? My sister was talking about me. Starts at home. And then what spreads? And then the church. If you keep that order. Amen. God will bless your home. Amen. He will bless your home. And when things are tough, amen, you don't hop and run. You're not going to become a church hopper. Help me, Holy Ghost. Amen. You ain't going to be going from home to home. Amen. Because you got some keeping what power. And you're going to want your children to love the Lord. Amen. To God be the glory. That was a good question that night. We don't have a mother's board and a deacon board. We want you to sit together as husband and wife. Amen. Just like you do at home. Yay, God. <laughs> Amen. I love myself some Thomas Lucas. I ain't care who knows it. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God be the glory. He said, try to get him. Come on, come on, come on, dance with me at, at the house. You know he had two left feet. <laughs> come, come, 
Come on, come on, honey. You know, at the house. Come on, darling. <laughs> but I loved him. Amen. And I knew he loved me. Hallelujah. So we want to be a doer. Amen. Of the word. Not just a forgetful what? I want you to remember that word. We're not forgetful hearers. I am, say, I am not a forgetful hearer of God's word. I am not a forgetful hearer of God's word. One more time. I am not a forgetful hearer of God's word. Amen. We are doers, amen, of his word. And I want you to know not only did your person beside you hear, but he heard. Verse 26, if any man among you seem to be religious and brideth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Is that clear enough? Amen. If you stay around a person long enough, you're going to know what's in the heart. Amen? Amen. But folks got a whole lot of talk, and they got a whole lot of shout, and they got a whole lot of other stuff. But if you're around them long enough, you're going to hear what's in the heart. Amen. And then verse 27 is the one I want you to hold. Amen. Hold, hold, hold. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this. To visit the fatherless and what? Widows in their what? Affliction and to what? Keep himself. Now it says spotted, doesn't it? It says what? Unspotted from the what? That spottedness is sin. Amen. You're in the world. We're in the world, but we are not what? Of the what? Of the world. Amen. And what is able, how we're enabled to keep it is when we submit to the Holy Spirit. Amen. He says, I'm going away. He says, it's expedient. He told his followers, it is, I got to hurry. It's important. It's significant. I got to go away. Amen. That the comforter will come. One just like me. And the thing about it is that he walked with his disciples in that day. Amen. And he taught them. Amen. And they began to pen all of these great words for us today. That we would know the way. And then he says now. There are those who are going to come because they are, they're going to read this word. They're going to hear the word and they're going to become what? Doers of the word. Amen. And then what he wants us to do, just like that, that I, when our roots get what? Down in that dirt. Amen. And we get surely planted in the word of God. We're going to go out there and we're going to pull off some strawberries. <laughs> We're looking for there to bear for, for the fruit to come. Amen. So we're going to continue to water. We're going to give that particular seed what it needs. Amen. So it will be successful. The Holy Spirit does the same thing. Amen. It, he wants us to grow. Coming to church, praise God, is about, amen, body of believers here. It's about us coming together, hearing the word, becoming a doer. Amen. And growing in Christ. Amen. It's simple. And then there are things he told us, do this in remembrance of me. Do this in remembrance of me. Hear the word and do it. So on today. Pure religion. Let me say that again. 
Because a lot of folks, we're doing a lot of things. <laughs> what was the last time you went and checked on a widow? You don't have to raise your hand. When was the last time you know neighbor Marbell or what's your neighbor name, Miss? Uh, huh? Betty Green. We've got somebody, we don't even have to go far, that needs the love of Christ. When was the last time, little children, that you went out to the mailbox and got somebody's mail for them and took it in? Amen. Jason is raising his hand, and Jay did too. Amen. Not just for your mom and daddy, but you did it for somebody else. We got work to do. And the children in our neighborhood, it grieves my Holy Spirit. It grieves I want to take some of them. Amen. We got to do for them. Amen. For parents that are all out there doing all, all sorts of things. And he gave you eyes to see. And you see this. We got to. Don't be trying to go up there, you know, and talk to them, you know, when, 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 you know, do all you can to help them. Not be in places that you don't want to see them. Amen? Not to yield to the will of the enemy and find themselves in situations, amen, or they picked up something, amen, amen, because they, ah, God help us. Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the fatherless and widows in their affliction, amen, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. This is the word of God for the people of God today, and I pray that his words were clear. Amen. Once again, all of us here at White Oak, thank you for listening. God bless.